0: Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Oversipartners, I'm your host Ed McKnight
1: and And it's our
0: show, we're talking about periodic versus fixed term tenancies, which is the right one for you to use. Okay, let's start with periodic versus fixed term, what's the actual difference? Now here's the thing, if you sign your tenant up for a fixed term tenancy, that contract is going to last for a set period of time, say 12 months. Now, during those 12 months that you've signed the contract for, your tenants can't leave, but similarly, you can't boot your tenants out over that 12 months, unless for a couple of different reasons. Whereas on the other hand, your other type of tenancy that you could sign up for is periodic. Now, that one doesn't have a set end date. So your tenants can give four weeks notice at any time, and in four weeks, that's it, they're out. And you can also end that tenancy in certain specific scenarios, which is things like you or a family member want to move in or one of your employees, if you extensively renovate the property in a way that's going to be disruptive to the tenants, or if you're selling the property. But what's really important when you're deciding which way you're going to go, periodical fix, is to understand both the pros and the cons of each. So, Take it off first, Andrew. What's pro number one? And let's start with periodic.
1: So pro number one is that tenants may stay longer. So if your tenancy is about to end in three months, then that acts as a trigger for you, if you're the tenant, to start thinking about your living situation. So you're thinking, well, am I going to stay here? Or am I going to move? If there's no end date and you're happy living there as the tenant, then it probably just continues on. Okay, so if it's on periodic, they might just keep living
0: there, not review it regularly like as if it was on a fixed term.
1: Correct. Pro number two is more flexibility for you as a landlord. So there aren't as many reasons that you can ask your tenants to leave as tenants can just decide they're going to leave. But if you plan to sell the property or you're going to move in it yourself, then that can allow you to give them the appropriate notice.
0: Yeah, you can do that on periodic.
1: Now, here's an example of where fixed
0: term wouldn't work well and actually periodic would be a bit better. So although I'm a property investor myself, I currently rent where I live. Now, my landlord gives me a buzz the other day and says, hey, look, Ed, I'm keen to sell this property. Now, I'm currently on a fixed term and my lease probably doesn't run out for another four to six months. So she's decided, look, she's going to sell that property with my lease in place. Now, that's actually going to make the property less attractive, especially to owner-occupiers who you know might want to buy the property, live in it themselves. Now, here's the thing. If I was on a periodic tenancy, she could sell the property, let the buyers know that they can buy it with what's called vacant possession. That's where I'd move out. She'd have to give me, I think it's 90 days notice to do that, but she could set it all up, no trouble, give me notice today. Whereas because my fixed term doesn't run out for a wee while, hey, she's going to have to wait before she can sell it. Now, that just limits her in terms of deciding when does she want to sell it. And if she sells it with a tenant already in place, it's probably going to be less attractive. So that's an example of where periodic has some real advantages because you've got that flexibility. Now, let's come to the downsides of periodic though, Andrew, because not everything's rosy.
1: No. So downside number one, the tenants can leave at any time. So the tenants can give you a four weeks notice at any time, which could fall at a really bad time of year. So imagine that your tenant does that start of December, then all of a sudden you've got a vacant property over January while everyone's away on holiday.
0: Okay. And what about downside number two?
1: Well, downside number two is four weeks isn't often enough to find the new tenant. So you need to take photos of the property, which is probably when it's empty again, advertise it on Trade Me, have property inspections for new prospective tenants, sign an agreement, agree on a move-in date, which might be dependent on them selling a house or giving notice at their other house. So you're probably going to have some vacancy. It means your property is going to be empty, not earning money for at least a couple of weeks. Whereas let's look at the
0: flip side. This is one of the pros of fixed term tenancies. At least with a fixed term, you know where the tenancy is due to end. So if you know that, hey, June the 1st, That's when my fixed term contract with my tenants ends. You can probably give them a buzz or get your property manager to give them a buzz two months beforehand, maybe even three months beforehand. You can just start talking to them because at least there's an end date in there. Now, as we'll talk about in a few minutes, you know, your tenants can stay on, you know, they don't necessarily have to tell you, they can change their minds. But as long as you've got a date in the diary that acts as the trigger, you can start having conversations a little bit early. And if they do give you that signal, hey, I am actually going to leave at that time, that means you've got a longer runway, maybe two months to start finding a tenant rather than just four weeks, so it can be less vacancy if you're on fixed and you perform the right way. I tell you what, the second pro as well of fixed term Andrew is that your rent is locked in for whatever period. So you sign a contract, 12 months fixed term, you have got guaranteed rent for the 12 months as long as the tenants keep on paying you. So this would be really useful for somebody perhaps with substituted accommodation. So I remember back in Hamilton, there are a lot of houses that will only be rented come February for 12 months. That's because students typically want it from February maybe through to November during the main semesters at university. But landlords, they don't want to have their houses empty with no rent coming in over December, January, start of February when students aren't around. So they'll sign a 12 month contract to have continuity of rent that whole entire time. So that can be another example where fixed term is really, really relevant. And there's actually one other pro that I want you to talk about.
1: Well, some tenants like it. So from my experience, tenants like to have fixed term more often than not because it gives them a lot of certainty. So they want to know that the property's locked in because it's a pain in the butt to have to move all your stuff. And one of the things tenants worry about is, am I going to get kicked out? And again, there isn't very many reasons nowadays that a landlord can kick out a tenant, but tenants do still have some reason to worry about that and they still worry about it. So- Going on a fixed term means that they're not at risk of the landlord giving them notice within that period of time. So particularly useful for young families because parents are probably sending kids to school. If little Jimmy is going to school down the road and then they're given notice, then that's a real pain in the butt to try and find something that's similar location.
0: Yeah, or in the same school zone, or still on the way to the commute. It causes a whole heap of hassles. Now, there are some cons, though, that we've also could have addressed. So, con number one is that fixed tubes just aren't that flexible. So... I know another investor who has decided to keep their property on periodic, not go fixed to even for its advantages, and their reason is, you know what, I actually am thinking about moving into that property at some point over the next year. I don't know when, but I want to keep my options open. So I'm going to stay on periodic, then when I decide, yep, time for me to move in, that's where they're going to give their tenants notice, can start moving them on. So con number one of fixed is that it's just not very flexible. You are also locked in for however long you sign that fixed term contract for. The second major con is that fixed term tenancies turned into periodic tenancies anyway. So 2021, government came out, changed the rules for fixed term tenancies. So rather than ending once you get to the end date of the fixed term, it automatically rolls over and becomes a periodic tenancy without an end date once that fixed term ends. And that's unless you decide to go ahead and sign another fixed term with your tenant. And that raises a really interesting point, Andrew, which is, well, if they become periodic anyway, are fixed terms still relevant? Do they still have a place in the property investors' toolkit?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And in our property management firm, Venture Management, about half of the tenants renew their fixed term, and then the other half, they don't want to just automatically roll onto a periodic because they want to have more certainty. They want to know that they've got their house for at least another six months, 12 months, whatever they fix their term for.
0: And I suppose for landlords, they also get that benefit for that initial, let's call it 12 months, that certainty that their tenants are going to at least stay for that amount of time. But what do you think's better, Andrew? Fixed term, periodic,
1: what do you tend to go for? I think as a long-term investor, fixed term is the way to go. Unless there's any reason that the landlord's going to want to take over that property to live in or to majorly renovate or something like that within the next 12 months or the other reason that you might go for a, maybe an adjusted one is have a fixed term that is a little bit longer like 18 months because you're renting it right now in the middle of winter and it's a bit of a pain for people to move less people want to do that so you make it an appropriate length of time.
0: I definitely think going for fixed term is worthwhile and yep your tenants might decide that they're going to roll over to periodic at some point but if you keep off it and they keep taking it up, that's where it can work both for tenants and for landlords. And this is something I had to change my thinking about right at the start, because I thought, why would a tenant ever not want periodic? Because it's so much more flexible for them. But that's where I realised that actually not everybody's like me and doesn't mind moving around. They actually want certainty that they're staying somewhere. Let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Property Academy podcast. really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, you've got to come along to our book tour launch. That's right, we are launching our book. We're coming to Auckland, Christchurch, Wellington, Queenstown, and Havelock North. And hey, tickets are only $30, and that includes your book. So come have a couple of drinks with us. We're going to be putting on food as well, and we're going to be talking about all of the stories that we weren't allowed to put into the book. Hey, look, link's down in the show notes, or just go to opuspartners.co.nz. You'll be able to sign up for tickets there. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ian McKnight. <laughs> and we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most of your property. Until next time.